This is WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh, North Carolina State's student-run radio station. I am your host, The Loaf, and this is The Slice on Off the Record. Uh, in the studio today, I'm pleased to have Lizzie Killian from Teens of Trouble. How are you? It's nice for you to be here today. Thanks for having me here. It feels good to be here. Are you... Uh, uh, you know, are you a fan of WKNC at all? Or just I am. Nice. I was actually, uh, so I moved to Raleigh three years ago, just a yeah. few months before the pandemic started. And right away, like WKNC was a staple when we moved. Yeah. Um, we, my husband and I moved here from California and, um, you know, we were both lovers of music and <laughs> we're happy to see like, you know, every song on, or a lot of what we listen to or the kinds of music we like were being played on WKNC, so that's just now a preset. Nice. <laughs> St- uh, college radio is the best, I'll tell you that much. Anything below 91.5, anything, <laughs> b- anything b- below the dial that's not commercial, always the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, so first off, we'll, we'll get off with introductions. Um, who are you, Lindsay Killing? A- any cool Im- information that we need to know about you? Well, I guess since I'm here for Teens in Trouble, um, I play guitar and do vocals, and uh, I'm the main songwriter of Teens in Trouble. Um, It's a solo project that I started in 2015. Um, I have been in a bunch of different punk bands before then. Uh, I've probably been playing music since I was, I mean, I've been playing music since I was a kid um, with like piano, like my parents made me take piano lessons and all that. Um, And then in just before high school, I was like, I want to play guitar yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I want to, you know, be in a band. And, uh, I, th- I guess I think I wrote my first songs when I was a high school in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so what is, I guess more of a philosophical question, what is teens in trouble to, to sort of you and sort of like the band in general? Like, like, like how do you see it? How, how do you envision it? Sort of like, five years from now you know how'd you get the name teens in trouble you know does teens in trouble mean anything uh, <laughs> and uh yeah i mean what's up with it oh that that's a lot of <laughs> 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 question let me see let me try to uh so i guess what what teens in trouble is to me um so i started this project i, I feel like this year is sort of like the time when more people are hearing about it um especially since we did just get signed to Asian Man Records, which is amazing. And um, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) But I I started this project um, in 2015, and it was just a solo project. Um, I put out a single called Santa Monica. And this started when I was sort of in between jobs. So I had a lot of time (laughs) on my hands. And um, my old band, The Glowing Stars, uh, had been, we'd been broken up for a while. and so this was sort of like my way to get back into music. And I think the way that I saw it was, it was really an exploration of my own voice because I've been in punk bands where I wasn't really singing per se. There was yeah. a lot of like yelling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, as punk does. Yeah, as you do. Um, and um, with the Glowing Stars, it was a little bit more melodic. I. It, it was sort of like towing the line between singing and um, also yelling. And I, I felt like I wanted to try to do a little bit more with my voice with Teens in Trouble. And so Santa Monica is a little bit more poppy than anything I've written before. Mm-hmm. Um, that was back in 2015, right? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Um, and, and I had plans to release an EP back then, but um, when I started working again, it, that just sort of fell by the wayside. And mm -hmm. um, it was really because of the pandemic um, and having more time to reflect because of that, um, I revisited the project and started writing these songs again in 2020. Um, and those songs would be <laughs> these songs that you hear now on the EP that's out. Yeah. Um, and it's just been, I, I think Teens in Trouble will always be sort of just like an exploration slash playground for like my style of songwriting and finding um, my voice. I, I think it's, I feel like this is the most authentic project I've mm -hmm. done to date, but it's, it also feels like the beginning because like, yeah. cool, I could do that. And now I want to figure out more. So it's just a journey overall, I think. But it's been really exciting. That's awesome. Uh, so, so would you say that Teens of Trouble has been like, just like always on your mind, as sort of on the back of your mind, like subconsciously, just sort of like something you've always wanted to do? Yeah, I think so. I, I think you know, I, I anytime I, I've been, anytime that I'm not playing music, I get really sad. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, so whether it's, it is or isn't Teens in Trouble specifically, um, I just feel like I want to keep writing songs and, mm -hmm. um, over the pandemic, I feel like I've been able to develop more of a practice. It used to be like, oh, I'll just write something when inspiration hits and sometimes it never hits yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. or, um, you know, you kind of have to make it a habit to just keep writing even if it sucks and it's like, nowadays i'll be i'm better about recording just like dumb ideas i have mm -hmm. <laughs> that eventually turn into songs so i'm using my voice memos app a lot more or yeah. it's like oh here's like an interesting um melody or like a guitar part and i'll just record that because as much as i'd like to think that i'm good at remembering things i'm totally not anymore yeah. and so yeah. it's like there have been times where i've I thought I wrote a cool guitar part and now I don't remember how to play it because <laughs> I didn't record it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's um that definitely does seem uh very sort of like organizational type skills would you say is is definitely very valuable in yeah. in, in, in your work and sort of like And I feel like there. especially now because there's I feel like there's just so much information overload mm -hmm. where you just have to figure out ways to come compartmentalize all these things that we're taking in from like the internet or um you know just in social situations and um so for me yeah <laughs> it's a lot of organization a lot of google calendars yeah, and a lot yeah. of uh, folders for sure <laughs> <laughs> so um so speaking of i guess your, your music you, uh, obviously you're here for that right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so how would you i guess define um teens in trouble i know on your website it says like like refracts uh, quote refracts the sounds of punk garage and dream pop through a prism of memory yeah um is that <laughs> would you say that is a good description would you kind of you know, you have anything to add to it? Like, I guess if it's on my website, it should be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I, I know, I'm joking. But um, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, there's a lot of influences I draw from. And I, I feel like they're all sort of like around that garage rock slash sort of like indie pop. I feel like, 
especially with Santa Monica, it's a little bit more poppy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and songs like I'm Not Worried and, and Decomposing have poppy elements to it, even though they do lean more towards like alternative rock and, um, yeah, and a little bit more stuff. punk. Yeah. Um, Old Stones Cove Road, I don't know where to place that really. Yeah, it, yeah <laughs> it's like an acoustic medley. Yeah. Kind of a little bit. I mean, it, it starts off acoustic and then it has yeah. that like sort of big, <laughs> almost arena rock kind of um, conclusion. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's the hard thing I think about genres. But I, I feel like the, the through line is sort of just like indie rock. And yeah. um, a lot of what I was listening to when I was writing this. EP was just like the OCs, King Con and BBQ show. Um, Weezer's always sort of been like yeah. uh, an influence and sort of like in the background of like the bands that I used to be in also had a lot of Weezer influence. I feel like that's hard for me to shake because like Blue Album and Pinkerton were big for me mm-hmm. growing up. And um, yeah, that's just like <laughs> part <laughs> of the songwriting DNA now. Um, but yeah, I, I think. All those elements are accurate, but sometimes some more than others, depending on the song. Mm-hmm. It's so, so do you ever like, like, I guess like this is going way off into the future. <laughs> like I know you literally just come up with, with a new EP, but do you like see your music like evolving into more of a specific sound or, or, or is it very much just like this hodgepodge of like <laughs> inspirations that they, they, they kind of see? Where do you see the future of Teens in Trouble, I guess? I don't know. I feel like right now it is, it's sort of both. It's like, I this. it seems like I'm getting more into the direction of the sound that I like, but also it since it is still an exploration, I feel, yeah, I feel like I can't really discount like certain genres or um, anything like that. If I'm like, hmm, this sounds cool or feels right for me at the time, you know? Definitely, definitely. Um, but... Yeah, I, I I guess I I will say I'm working on a full length now, oh, nice, and nice. a lot of the songs, um, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to to see, <laughs> exp- you know, experiment with uh, guitar sounds a little bit. Like mm-hmm. what I really liked about "I'm Not Worried" is just sort of that um, sort of like almost dinosaur junior esque guitar line and i really like that tone and like a lot of the stuff i've been listening to has sort of like that um i don't know how to describe it it's It's very fuzzy yeah exactly but it it wasn't until this project that i really started playing around with guitar pedals yeah um, in part because uh the projects i was in before was just like straight punk <laughs> or it's yeah, like yeah. you don't really need to mess around too much with tone maybe just put, like put in a rap pedal or something <laughs> yeah. like that yeah and then now um that i have more space i guess to to play with this stuff um it's it's been <laughs> it's been interesting and expensive <laughs> at the same <laughs> yeah. time where i'm like okay cool i i just bought like uh, a pedal board, which seems like a curse in a way, because now I am like, okay, what else should I put on it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's like something to fill up, because yeah. yeah, I mean, because I, I, I play guitar too, and like I bought a pedal board like last summer, and yeah, it's like literally you see like the empty thing, and you have I've like you have like three or four pedals, and you're like, man, I gotta fill this all up <laughs> yeah. with like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I went from like having one pedal two years ago to now I think I have like six. 
So, um, do you remember what what pedals those are? What? Yeah. So, I my main one is like this Boss Overdrive pedal. You know, the yellow one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course I have to have a tuner pedal. Mm -hmm. uh, those were sort of like my two for a long time, and then I recently added a fuzz pedal. Um, there's a guy in Raleigh who's awesome that I met um, named Mike. Deloach, I think is his last name. Mm -hmm. um, but he builds pedals and uh, he built me a Fuzzwar clone. So the same one nice. that um, John O'Dwyer uses in the OCs. It's like, I want to sound like that. How do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's super fuzzy. I can't, I could barely turn it up. Uh, and it's like already like really fuzzy and it's awesome and he also just recently built me a boost pedal but i don't really use that that much mm -hmm. yet um i think that's something i'll explore more in the full length yeah. um and then i i do have a delay pedal that i want to incorporate more into my sound too that's just not currently being used and i don't really think i use that in the ep mm -hmm. so it's definitely sort of like this this EP is just the beginning for like you using all those pedals and also effects and like drawing in all these inspirations. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, with this EP, it, it wasn't just me. I I worked on that with my friend Randy, who um, is also in the Moore Family Band um, on Asian Man Records, and uh, Dan Andreano and the Bygones. Um, right, and he's he's like in so many different projects. He's like touring right now with spirit world which is like this metal <laughs> band yeah yeah um and uh and then mike huguener from shinobu and also the guitarist for jeff rose in stock um he a lot of that on i'm not worried was his guitar for the lead line um and also he did the lead line in i wonder what you're doing now which is the third track on the ep mm -hmm. awesome uh so so, so I guess speaking more into like your creative process, um, you know, what's that like? What you know, does melody come first, lyric lyrics come first? Is there like emotions that you always try to capture with your songs? Is it like very much an array of them? Like, is there like subject matter that you like to have, or like what's what's the yeah, deal? Yeah, it? it's the I guess the interesting thing about this project is just like now I'm taking more different approaches to songwriting, whereas before it would. Like in my past project, I'd always write something on guitar first <laughs> and then add add melody and lyrics to it. But it's um, sometimes it it's limiting where you're like, okay, now I have to try, like I have this awesome guitar part, but now I have to like try to fit words mm -hmm. into it. And, and sometimes that just leads to putting words for the sake of putting words versus um, yeah. like having something you actually want to say. So I think that's where sort of like now my songwriting process is like multiple things where, yeah, you know, I, so if I do have an interesting guitar part, I will start with that. But for now, I just like kind of keep a library of ideas, whether it's guitar first or lyrics or a vocal melody. So, mm -hmm. so um, like with... I guess as an example, decomposing was written by, um, I was just like in my backyard and I had just built a compost tumbler. Yeah. That I was super excited about. Love that. Yeah. Love, love to see it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was a bright sunny day. 
uh, and I was throwing all these like dead leaves in the compost tumbler and something about it just felt really cathartic. I just mm-hmm. started humming like, <laughs> and then like, yeah. then I started like, well, I was like, you know, putting leaves in and that sort of formed into words like we are dirt, we are clean, we are slowly decomposing. And, mm-hmm. and then I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so that just became like a vocal line that I had in my phone for a while. And then I started to build, um, more lyrics around that and and the guitar part and then um i think like i had most of the song done like within a few days except for the bridge which is like my favorite part of the song yeah and the bridge so i just like sat on the song for a while and then like the bridge sort of came to me randomly like uh i don't know for some reason i have like all these song ideas in the shower and like (laughs) the bridge came to me in the shower randomly and like i just came up with those four lines in the bridge that morning (laughs) like all right there's there's a song so i guess it depends i I think i'm just more open to where the ideas come from now versus before Mm -hmm. where it's like okay this is songwriting time so now i have to write a song but yeah um i think the songs now for the full length are just coming from like um just different times in my life where I'm just like, okay, this is something that means something to me now. Or mm-hmm. like, um, <laughs> there was a, another time where, uh, I, I'm sitting on a verse right now that will hopefully be a finished song, but like, uh, that just came to me while I was sitting in traffic. Um, and, uh, I don't know how, it just like yeah, I think it's just like keeping those channels open as yeah. woo woo as it sounds. It's just like making sure you're like listening for things. That's awesome. Uh, so so speaking of, I guess your your first s- self-titled EP again. Uh, congratulations! I'm not Thank sure you. if I said it before. <laughs> um, this is really s- so. So I'm gonna give you like I guess my perspective on it, and then uh, uh, obviously you can. You can blow that out of the water. You're probably going to blow it out of the water anyways. <laughs> but, uh, so... Um, this is going to be kind, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm don't worry, don't You're going to give me, like, a four out of ten right in front of my face. Oh, yeah, just, <laughs> just <laughs> Anthony Fantano. It's, yeah. it's me. <laughs> 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 um, so, I see it... Uh, oh, 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 great EP, obviously. I love it. Um, so, I see it, I guess, more as a process of growth, like, throughout the sort of... Um, throughout the EP and it's just sort of coming into something new while also like kind of like going like 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 still remembering like what the old is and and just sort of like toying around with with those ideas would you say that is like an accurate description like I guess like also like what is what is your take on it like what is this new EP I think that's pretty accurate um you know it's sort of like I, I think I've written about this before, but um, I there was a point in my life where I thought I was done with music, which was very sad and depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. I I sort of am kind of a workaholic, and there have been many times where work has taken precedence over um, music, which you know makes sense in some ways. We yeah. need it to live. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and. Uh, so there, I think there's, yeah, there was just a point where I was just working so much and 
I wasn't coming up with anything good musically and I was just like maybe that's it <laughs> like, yeah. and that was just like a sad feeling and um, you know when I moved to Raleigh um, it sort of reawakened um, like or it, it got me reconnected with music because I moved here in like April 2019 and like August 2019 just like a few months later I had found a band. Um, yeah. So I'm in this other band called Blab School that's based in okay. Durham. And they're like a, they're more aggressive. It's like a post-punk um, band. And um, I just wanted to be part of any musical anything <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. at that point. And so I met these guys on Craigslist and um, we started playing a few shows and it's been awesome. And, you know, uh, we played our first shows in 2019 and then the, when the pandemic happened, that was on hold for a while. And then we just started playing shows again. Um, I think last year, our first show back was Halloween last year. Um, and we're actually doing two shows at, uh, uh, for hopscotch day parties. Nice, so nice. now I'm playing four shows total <laughs> <laughs> at hopscotch, Quite which busy. is, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Hey, you, you want to get back into music? Here you go. Yeah. Um, awesome. but um, since that band went on a break with the pandemic, um, you know, that's where I started looking at Teens in Trouble again and um, working on writing more songs at home. And I think because of the pandemic, um, a lot of my friends who were active uh, touring musicians had to find other ways to make up for that lost income. And so Mm -hmm. some of them were putting together songwriting workshops on Zoom, which were super helpful. And it was just like nice to be connected to that music community and also have some accountability for like, okay, we're all writing a song every week. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it weren't for those workshops, um, (laughs) I don't know if this EP would be out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And yeah, so because this is sort of like a re-exploration into my music, I think I definitely taken a lot of old influences. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess this is more of like a transitional sort of EP where it's yeah. um, like truthfully, I feel like I'm a bit reserved in this EP. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to feel it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm excited to like push the boundary a little more, I guess, with the full length. Um, uh, is it true that this EP was like two years in the making? I think. Yeah. Right? So yeah, yeah 2020. Yeah. You know, um, that's when I started doing these songwriting workshops, yeah. and then okay. uh, had them like in a pretty good place around like summer of 2021, and that's when I connected with randy to help flush those songs out um and they became (laughs) what they you hear now like we we ended up recording we went in the studio september 2021 recorded those um the reason why it took so long for it to be fully out was and is we're still waiting for vinyl (laughs) to be done Uh, okay um but it seems like we don't exactly know when that will be out. Mm-hmm. Mostly, you know, supply chain issues and like all the pressing plants are backed up. So yeah, um, 
I was like, let's just release yeah. the digital. Hopefully, it's people out, yeah. like it enough to like want vinyl <laughs> yeah. whenever it's out. So honestly, like yeah. I, 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 I think it, I think it will it, probably be a, a pretty cool vinyl release. It's uh, obviously like or at least to me, all these songs are very fuzzy and warm. Yeah. So so I think that. That does translate well to vinyl. Yeah, I will so. say I did hear a test pressing, and it sounds awesome. That's so, awesome. <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> it sounds great. Looking so. forward to it. I'm sure everybody's gonna be looking forward to it. Yeah. Cool. All right. So now that um, now that we've obviously talked about uh, Teens in Trouble a little bit, um, let's let's now transition, I guess, to Santa Monica, which is obviously your first um, song on under Teens in Trouble. So, yep. We're gonna do the radio thing. We're gonna play that. We'll see see y'all after the break. <laughs> So, uh, I guess you do a lot of music videos, I feel. (laughs) The weird thing is, this is the, the, um, 
I was trying to think about it, and I was like, oh, my God, I haven't done any music videos for, like, any other band that I've been in. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because, I mean, like, one, it's, uh, you know, we were, um, like, the act, the one of the most active bands I've been in, like, this punk band called Sputterdoll. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, I don't know, early 2000s, and... yeah. Uh, are they I feel the, like uh, 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 sorry I'm so sorry um are, are they like the ape eight bit rock band no or, or that's, the glowing, that, that's the glowing yeah. stars yeah um but like I, I feel like I guess now it's just so much easier to make videos than it was mm-hmm. back then um it's just um and I now I know more people I guess that do videos so like I, I got to work on these videos with my friends yeah. um Santa Monica and I'm not worried were actually done by the same person, um, Kyle Broom. Mm-hmm. He's just a really good friend of mine, and uh, it was really awesome to be able to work on another video with him again, and yeah. I kind of just, like, let him take the reins on, like, okay, which song would you want to do a video on and do whatever you want with it? Yeah. <laughs> and, he, you know, he, he's a big fan of 2001 Space Odyssey and yeah, wanted I, I to <laughs> do a yes. space-themed um yeah video and then my best friend asia did the video for decomposing and you know because i wrote that song in my backyard i wanted to have like a sort of like outdoorsy sunny mm-hmm. um you know video for that but i also like really love horror movies and i was like what if we like were inspired by <laughs> midsummer and yeah, like, yeah had a little bit of that there I- I did kind of talking about decomposing. It, it's definitely very trippy and very sort of like uncomfortable. I guess <laughs> a little bit like 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 especially there's like one scene where it's like you're playing w- w- with your Stratocaster and it, and, and there's just like there's there's like four flower humans just like <laughs> sitting yeah. and just like g- like l- like going back and forth like like to the rhythm. Uh, You're the first person to tell me that it, it made them a little uncomfortable, which I feel like that means the video is, is doing <laughs> its thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, honestly, it 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 did, but <laughs> but it was very good because like it reminded me, or I guess a lot of like I guess what was your inspiration for that song? It it, what, it, it I I guess it was very much sort of like being outdoors and in the environment. Is, is there any like other inspirations that you took of? Because because I. I found, or at least I thought it gave off a lot of like heart shaped box types vibes from Nirvana. I don't oh. know why, but just like. I'm actually like, not sort of as stuff. familiar with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah. I did not take inspiration from, from heart shaped box, but um, uh, do you mean inspiration for the video itself or for the song or? Uh, for, for the video itself, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of it was sort of like, <laughs> it was sort of midsummer. Yeah. Um, and even both uh, Asia and I had like recently rewatched it before we did the video. But mm-hmm. I, I, one, I think it was just like easier to do. We didn't have to. I mean, we did rent a studio for like that sort of trippy flower scene. Yeah. Um, but everything else we did outdoors, and it was pretty minimal. It was mm-hmm. just like a complete one eighty from like all the production we did on I'm Not Worried, where we like built this entire set and yeah. uh realized uh had a close call with a, a metal pipe falling and we're like oh this is not good <laughs> <laughs> we should be wearing hard hats <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so like I, I wanted to 
make decomposing a little bit more simple, but I did also want it to evoke some of the same like feelings I wanted the song to evoke where Mm -hmm. um, it, it's like, it seems like a sunny, happy song, but when you like hear the lyrics and like also the transition with the bridge, it makes it just like something's just like a little off. Yeah. 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 It, it, it definitely did sort of seem like just very, just sort of just like, uncanny <laughs> valley type yeah. so, type sort of uncomfortable which which honestly like i i, I think it transitioned very well f- from the song to the music video um so so i guess a real quick question about before we move on uh is that orange stratocaster like your favorite guitar yeah uh, oh it's a it's a telecaster telecaster okay oh my god <laughs> yes okay yeah sorry um but it uh, weirdly, it's not. So the the guitar that I usually play um, live uh, is this Seafoam Green Mustang, mm-hmm. which I love. And uh, it's just, I, I bought that for myself as like, uh, I just finished recording an EP yeah. um, gift. So I, I got that um, not too long after we recorded last September. Um, and I just wanted a Mustang for like the longest time. That yeah. was like my dream guitar, and now I have it, and it's awesome. <laughs> and um, and I, I like it a lot too because it's just like a shorter scale and just easy to play, and like yeah. I could move around and not have it like break my back. <laughs> um, but yeah, for before that, my guitar of choice was this pink. Hello Kitty Squire that I use for <laughs> the glowing stars. And I think I used it for like many years um, after that band, but it was just like, you know, a pretty cheap guitar. It's a Squire, but yeah. um, I replaced the pickup with like the Seymour Duncan Invader pickup. And it's just like super beefy and awesome. uh, really good for punk rock. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I thought it was time to like hang that on the shelf. Yeah. Move <laughs> on a bigger and greater thing. Yeah. So I'm not worried about you. Um, very cool space theme. Uh, it's great. <laughs> um, so that's your dog Malkin, right? Yeah. Very cute. I know. I was so proud of him. Yeah. Like, I I I knew we'd be able to sort of get him to do some stuff on command if we had enough treats, but I he sort of like went above and beyond. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he was just like really great on set and just like super calm and um you know, the, it wasn't it was like Kyle on set, my husband, myself and a couple of our friends who were helping um with like makeup and just uh production and um he was just like a good boy <laughs> the <laughs> whole time. With, even with like the all the stimulation around him. Also um I, I did see you dress up as Freddie Mercury. In that, <laughs> yeah. in that too. It was his birthday yesterday, September yeah. 5th. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, 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 um, yeah, there's that line in the song, um, Nothing Really Matters According to Mercury. And it is like a reference to Freddie. And uh, I just felt like I wanted to dress up as him. Like, I, I went out of my way to dress up as him for like this one second. Yeah. In the song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
I was showing uh, 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 I was showing Adrian uh, 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 another DJ here like 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 you're one second just like flying <laughs> flying through the screen just I, like keyed out and it's like that's pretty working I was like this is awesome I just, <laughs> yeah I I had to get like a white tank top some fake mustaches yeah. just for that one scene and like you know the the armband which I feel like at least now I have a Halloween costume this year yeah yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you think you like show up to some shows dressed up as Freddie Mercury, or, yeah, or, or, maybe, or do you think that's right. too much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I did um, debate. Like, so I I played a solo set um, for my EP release at School Kids um, last Friday. Yeah, uh, and I wanted to wear a jumpsuit, and I thought about wearing the one that I wore in the music video, mm -hmm. um, this like white jumpsuit with like uh, I think it's in trouble patch on it. But I was like. Is it uncool to like wear something that has your own like band name on it? So I like decided to wear like nah. a purple jumpsuit, but I was like, oh, I, I want—I don't know, maybe I'll do it for hopscotch or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome to see. <laughs> um, so, so Santa Monica. Um, I find uh, uh, I, I don't know if you were trying to tap into this, but a lot of feelings of like nostalgia, just like generally like the old technology, and, it's, and it seemed like the <laughs> the song is definitely more, I guess, sort of like nostalgic for Santa Monica, which I assume is where you grew up. No, actually, no? Uh, well, you're mostly on the right track, mm -hmm. except for I, so I did live in Santa Monica, but I lived there for a year. Yeah. Um, and okay. I wrote that song after I, after I lived there. Um, so I grew up in San Francisco. Oh, okay. And have been there for like most of my life. And then in, I don't know, 2012? I moved to Santa Monica, and uh, that's because my husband got a job there. And um, I don't know. I was there for such a short time. It was, like, there for less than a year, maybe. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of hard for me to adjust, I feel like, um, especially for how short I was um, or how little time I was there. Uh, like, it took me... A, a while to really find my footing and like I had some friends there but like everyone was sort of all spread out and it was hard to see people and mm -hmm. LA traffic is awful like it will continue to be awful yeah. and it will never <laughs> yeah it's just, that's that's just what it is my so like from California so like I know <laughs> <laughs> so I I was just like having a hard time <laughs> there yeah um but then when we moved out when we moved back to the Bay Area after um and there was something about it that I missed a lot. I don't really know <laughs> what exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, I guess enough to like make me write the song. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was listening uh, to a lot of like sort of like beachy stuff back then. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's that. That was just uh, you know, I, I like. I guess I have a tendency to write about places sometimes or like what places remind you of or mm -hmm. mean to you so like for instance I on the ep old starns cove road is named after the street that i was on um during the pandemic uh where i decided like i needed to just spend some time alone and like yeah. i wanted to do this sort of like solo creative retreat for myself and um you know I i'd been in these songwriting workshops for or no, actually, this was before the songwriting workshops, but I had been reading this book <laughs> <laughs> called The Artist's Way. Yeah. That was actually, um, I heard about that book from Rivers Cuomo from Weezer yeah. uh, during a Zoom 
uh, show that he was doing. Like, you know, he was also doing like performances online when the pandemic started. And then uh, I, I watched one of them and, you know, one of the fans asked him like what books he was reading and he talked about the artist's way and I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm Mm going to check it out. And it's just a, a book it's kind of like this weird like self-help book in a way yeah yeah uh, i don't know Artist if you heard it. Yeah. yeah where it's like um it's like 12 weeks to like unblock uh, uh you know unblock yourself and like get back into you know the creative process mm-hmm. and so i've been reading that from like april 2020 until like september 2020 i was like i'm gonna go on this solo retreat and like try to write stuff okay. <laughs> and if i don't write any songs i won't be too hard on myself it was just like a time to mm-hmm. um be alone with my thoughts i guess <laughs> you know we'd been cooped up in the house for so long together yeah. um at the start of the pandemic that's like okay i need to just like and i'm i'm pretty introverted like by nature so it's like i need time to reset uh after a lot of interaction <laughs> with people <laughs> um so old old Starns old Cove Road. It's annoying to say, but um, <laughs> it's a street um, in Asheville, and that's where I stayed. Yeah. Um, and you know the song, like the chorus is, "I just need to be alone." Like that's the whole yeah. thing. But yeah, that that's just another one of those like, here's a place during a time in my life that meant something mm-hmm. for that time. And you know, a lot of these songs for me are just like sort of bookmarks of like experiences okay um and yeah so that's an ode to santa monica <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just say like in, in, in like f- in like five or three years w- w- once you're what's your what's your really big teens trouble is really big everybody's gonna go to o- old stern's cove road <laughs> yeah. and just like i just feel like this is where it all started oh my god it's so funny <laughs> so like um <laughs> yeah it, it was at an airbnb and actually like the Airbnb host knows that I wrote a song about uh, them okay. and I don't know what the, they'll do with that information later, but they, they said it was very exciting. They were very honored to be <laughs> put on their Airbnb yeah. page or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> Here's cheese and trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it was a cute little spot. It was like 10 minutes away from downtown, but also like felt pretty remote. So, Secluded, yeah. um, yeah, it was just like nice and peaceful. And I, brought like my guitar out there and like some recording equipment and (laughs) yeah uh i i think i that's when i first started writing i'm not worried so i came up with like the chorus to i'm not worried there we're just like kind of playing around with like vocal things and um uh i I ended up finishing that song like when i came back but um yeah good times I bought some crystals, <laughs> some, some like, some like yeah. healing crystals or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like uh, <laughs> some quartz and uh, yeah. There's like this mineral shop in Asheville also, where it's like yeah, I don't know. I was just like, I, cool. I did a lot of like weird uh, treat yourself things. Yeah, <laughs> out I, there. I, 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 I mean, especially like during that time, it's yeah. like you, you you definitely need to do yeah. it. Especially <laughs> everything is cooped up. And I feel like. I feel like that might be a, a trend, or at least is that like a lot of music is gonna be coming out, be, and it was like made in the made of pandemic and because of the pandemic. Yeah. So I it, it, it it's gonna be really exciting. Yeah. And, and I know like a lot of um you know people who've been putting out music recently, uh 
me included, where it's like, this has definitely been like sort of a, a pandemic project or like here are songs I wrote during the pandemic. And yeah, um, there are a lot of like little things with the album that sort of remind me of this time where it's like, if you look at the cover art for uh, the EP, you can see the crystals in the, like in the background oh, okay. and like, I yeah. think the one like front and center is like the one I bought from Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, there's like house plants all around and like yeah. I never really got into plants until the pandemic because I was just like bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> like I could not keep a plant alive for the life of me. And then um, with the help of a, a trusty app that remo- told you when to water your plants, <laughs> like now now I'm just like keeping 50 plants alive at home. But yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's sort of like what that, album cover is about do you, have, do you have names for your plants no i don't that's oh. that that's a bridge too far yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so 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 moving on to the to i guess the local scene right um how do you like the local scene here in raleigh do you have like any favorite bands in particular like like like, like how do you like everybody it's really cool like um I, I, I'm not going to ask you name favorites if you don't want to. So. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I, I do have some favorites. Um, we, we recently, or so we haven't really played too many shows as Teens in Trouble yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're just starting to. I think our first show was at School Kids Records. That was your first show, um, yeah. In May. And then um. we played a show at Ruby Deluxe in June, I believe. It's all like a blur now. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what t- well, it's September now, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> I think so. But like, <laughs> Charlie Paso's a really awesome band that I like that um, we got to play with them at Ruby Deluxe uh, in June. And I first heard of them at Hopscotch 2021. 20, I think they were mm-hmm. doing like a day party at Ruby Deluxe and I just sort of like caught them randomly. Um, they were playing outside and we just walked by and I was like, that band sounds really cool. Yeah. And I also, I mean, like, coming from, uh, you know, I, I'm i Filipino, and, like, it's always cool to see other POCs in rock, and, like... Yeah, um, definitely. I know Nina in that band is also Filipino, which was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, Bangs is a, another band that's really cool that I'm excited to play with them for the first time um, at the Hopscotch Day Parties. We're actually playing both Hopscotch Day Parties with them, so... Uh, nice. I've been trying to like get a show together with them for a while and like now we're playing too. So that's cool. And we it just got announced that we're going to do FemFest and see with them in nice. Winston Salem in December. So nice. Guess I got my <laughs> my wish granted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Tiger Beach is awesome too. I know you had them here recently. Um but I know Ricky and uh like his music's great. Um mm. Maybe we'll play a show together sometime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the scene here has been really cool. And like, you know, coming from California where um, I, I did play a lot of shows there, but I've also seen the scene sort of like change over time, especially with uh, just, you know, gentrification. And we see it happening here in yeah. Raleigh too. But like there were less and less p- places to play over there just because real estate's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I, I know people here say that there are le- there are less venues than there were before. I don't know what it was like before. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it's been, I, I just think the community has been really great. And, like, um, we haven't gotten to play with a ton of 
bands yet since we're getting started, but um, I've been able to connect with them on like Instagram and like we're trying to plan shows together and everyone's just been nice. like really nice. That's a uh, uh, that's that's really awesome to like see sort of like a community of like just all all, all local bands or like in Raleigh, I guess like o- always forming and like always growing. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it's definitely one of my favorite parts of just sort of the scene, sort of local scenes in general. It's like it's like everybody just like like coming together like hey, you want to do a show and all type of stuff. It it, it definitely seems like it yeah. is a vibe. Um all right. So next off, well, at least I, I'm gonna do some quick fire questions All for right. you, to <laughs> just to sort of um, before we end here. Um, are you a huge Weezer fan? <laughs> is that is that is, is that right? Am, am I hearing that right? Yeah. Um, is Pinkerton your favorite album? Pinkerton is my favorite album. It is um, mine too. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, that album was so I knew. I think I started getting into Weezer in like high school and yeah. I knew about the blue album and I knew about the green album, but for some reason like Pinkerton slipped through the radar yeah, yeah. and um, a friend of mine that I was in a band with at the time like was like, oh my God, you have to listen to Pinkerton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, let me borrow his CD and I don't know if it was like hormones or whatever (laughs) like being a a young teen but i was like listening to it i was like oh my god i've never heard anything like this before yeah yeah. it was just just like the rawness of it and um how personal it was it's definitely very different than obviously what 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 cuomo was doing yeah at least you go from the blue album to pinkerton and just like it's a very (laughs) you're like what yeah yeah it's a very different Um, vibe and I, I know, like, there's always, like, those debates on, like, oh, is Blue Album better or Pinkerton better? And I feel like, um, you know, I think a lot of the people who are, like, really into Blue Album um, don't like Pinkerton because it's not like the Blue Album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I guess, like, by the time that I got into Weezer, like, Blue Album was already, like, had come and gone. Because when I first heard about him, that was when, like, Green Album was already out yeah or coming out yeah um so i don't know like pinkerton was just like life-changing for me to be honest and um yeah i hope i returned that cd to my friend but (laughs) i think it's fine um is weezer uh was weezer a huge inspiration for your latest ep would you say or is it just kind of just like um always been about i feel like Weezer has definitely been a huge inspiration um, for a lot of the music I wrote in previous bands. Yes. So, like, especially the Glowing Stars. Like, the Glowing Stars was just, like, Weezer at the forefront yeah, <laughs> of yeah. my mind. Like, um, uh, I'm trying to think about... Um, oh, because the name The Glowing Stars came from a line in Falling For You in Pinkerton, where he says sings i admire the glowing stars and tried to play a tune that's oh, how i got the yeah, name yeah. okay <laughs> so Interesting. but um i think with this ep i wasn't really thinking that much about weezer or i guess it was like less on my mind um i i was definitely thinking more about like the ocs and king con and bbq show because that's who i was listening to most around the time that i was writing it but yeah 
Weezer definitely did come up in conversations when I was talking to Randy about like how, like where I see the songs going or like Mm -hmm. how I envision like the final product. So like, um, like with Old Starnes Cove Road, for instance, uh, that's, I feel like that's probably the most Weezer song on the EP. Um, and like, especially down to the solo where it's like, it's definitely something that you would see on the Weezer album maybe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like that's our, our most Weezer song, but um, I think because I had been, li- you know, I, I've been listening to a lot more kinds of music um, in the last two years that it wasn't as present to me, mm-hmm. I guess. But I feel like also because it's been a big part of my, like, life in general, it's it's hard to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 wow, it's a... Quick fire questions. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, no <laughs> no, I was like, oh yeah, quick, no, quick fire. Got no, it, got no, it. No, no, I, 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 I was very interested in it. Um, so, uh, favorite color? Favorite color. Oh no. Um, <laughs> if any. I feel like I. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, like I like. I guess I I, I really gravitate towards like, teal. Yeah. And, and like, um, now that I have like a seafoam green guitar, I'm like mm-hmm. super stoked about that. But. I used to hate pink, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of like into it lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like we just got new teens and trouble t-shirts, which I have to send you one later, oh, but um, <laughs> we have a black one and we have a pink one. I don't know. It's like something about pink. Favorite thing to do outside music. Favorite thing to do outside music. Uh, I do like to play video games. Yeah. Um, I have been around games for a very long time mm-hmm. um, and played a lot of games since I was a kid. Um, but lately, I've been playing um, Phasmophobia with my friends. It's like I a ghost too, hunting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have too. It's so fun. I love it. it. <laughs> um, and then uh, recently started getting back into Dead by Daylight. Mm-hmm. Love that game too. In Phasmophobia, I'm always the one, because I'm the poorest one, so I'm always the <laughs> one to like go in there and like start oh, the no. ghost hunt. Yeah, yeah, I'm always a sacrificial lamb over there. $40,000 in Phasmophobia. Oh my gosh, yeah. you're not doing anything. Yeah, I know, I have you, to buy you're everything. You're supplying all of your things. So, um, if you could instantly become a master of like any instrument, which Ooh. one would it be? Oh, some crazy yeah. Um, well, I mean, I would, I would really love to be better at guitar generally, but yeah. if I had to like pick an out there instrument, I do have a theremin and I want to learn how to use it. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the wave one, right? Or it's like yeah, you your yeah. around so, or and that doesn't do any justice, yeah, but. <laughs> it, it, apparently it's like, I supposedly it's the hard like one of the hardest instruments to learn mm-hmm. so i'm like oh good job me getting a theremin <laughs> and not knowing what to do with it um but i don't know i just like that like sort of like spooky sound yeah. not saying that i'm gonna start like a horror punk project soon or anything <laughs> like that but even like um i know they don't use a theremin specifically but i like um it's a similar sound in like the beach boys like good vibrations where it's like Wee! Okay. Yeah, just like yeah. I, I want to find a way to like incorporate some of that in like feature music. Awesome. So, uh, what's your favorite thing to do locally, like here here at Raleigh? Any favorite spots you got, or just like anything um, general? Obviously, you don't have to say specifically, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess like oh, my favorite restaurant is Cortez. Uh, that's like a seafood place. Mm-hmm. Um, 
their stuff's really good, and they have really interesting cocktails. Yeah. Uh, that they and they change that menu um, every now and then. Um, I also like, uh, what is that called? Oh, there's this place called the Standard Food and Beer. I think it's called. Okay. Um, but it's just like uh, another sort of like cocktails place near. Um, it's like near on Person Street or like near that Person Street area where there's like Oakwood Pizza and. All that. Oh, Oakwood's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Those are probably, like, the top three, if you in- include Oakwood, that I frequent a lot. Oh, no, Jim Tacos is also... Jim Tacos like, is very good. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Wh- that's pretty close to where I live, so, like, when that opened, oh, my God, that's, like, my whole diet now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um... Before we end here, is there anything else you'd like to say before we go? You got any, like, obviously, where can we find your music, your social medias, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, teensintrouble.net uh, is where, like, everything lives. Uh, yeah. Where, you, But you could also find us on um, on Instagram, Teens in Trouble, mm-hmm. uh, Twitter, I, TikTok, which I have to figure out how to use. Do you know how to use TikTok? No, not at okay, all. Okay, cool. You, you, like, you, I'm still you're figuring out. You're that does it now, which is very rare. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I was counting on you for that info. Um, and then, I guess, Facebook. Do people still use Facebook? I don't know. I keep I, forgetting I to, like, Facebook, update but, that. You know, but I, if, if you're on Facebook, you can find us there, too. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. So, one last question I just thought of. Um, which teens are in trouble? Is there, like, any, like, cool teens in <laughs> you trouble? You know, the, the royal teens. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're all in trouble. They just need our help. Oh, that's been, like, the most interesting thing. Or, I guess, like, one of the funny things about, like, having that as a band name is, like, before I had any music out, it was really hard to, like, search for teens in trouble on yeah. Google. It was, like, all Dr. Phil or, like, oh my yeah. n- like oh. random news, like, local news about, like, the like teens who are in trouble yeah <laughs> and then and now i feel like finally like when you search teens in trouble like we're the first result yeah it's so. great <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh thank you so much for um for talking with me and being on off the record here at wknc thanks it was super fun and i feel like i'm gonna get jim tacos after this <laughs> um and thank you uh listener for tuning into the slice with teens in trouble on off the record here at wknc 88.1 fm hd1 and wherever you're currently listening, whether that's just online on a website, Spotify, you know, whatever. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, The Loaf, and uh, this has been Teens in Trouble with Lizzie. And um, I'm going to leave you off with some more Teens in Trouble, spe- specifically their new EP. Um, definitely, I- I'll play, play obviously a few songs from that. Um, and yeah, till next time, thank you all for listening. And thank you, Lizzie, for coming on. Thank you. <laughs>